At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. You heard it. I'm RJ. We're live 6 o'clock Eastern time with an action-packed hour for you. Friday, it means pick Palooza on all the biggest games, college football, pro football. And at the bottom of the hour, exclusive, Colin Cowherd's pick number six. Hear it, hear it here first. In studio with me, the pros who know. With all the college knowledge, Brad Powers, NFL expert, Steve Fezzik. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. Here's my personal promise. We will deliver the Vegas truth. But you can't have pros without the Joes. He's my favorite, Jonas Knox. The voice of the fans. Always good to be here, RJ, especially on a football Friday. Pick Palooza, and we do it all live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So Thursday night football, the Philadelphia Eagles blow out the Giants 34-13. to You've been hearing your typical sports take on Thursday night's game. RJ, what is the Vegas perspective? Well, Fez, I mean, to me, it was more about the Giants' failings than how good Philadelphia was. So let's start there. Eli Manning. Everyone finally is starting to say, or almost everyone, okay, maybe it's over for Eli. But even before the season started, right here on Fox Sports Radio, you had Eli 
at the bottom of the NFL. Yeah, I had Eli as one of my bottom five quarterbacks, and now RJ, he's one of the bottom three quarterbacks. Now, but he's it doesn't sound like you've downgraded him all that much. Well, he's ahead of Bethard and Josh Allen, a rookie right now. Uh, that's it. That's so, it. That's fascinating. So you're saying got to play one game for the freedom of the earth. The aliens are here, okay? And they say, okay, maybe you should pick Eli Manning for your quarterback. Now, right away, you might be a little worried if they're suggesting Eli, but okay, you're saying you would rather any NFL starter except for Bethard, who wasn't a starter, Jimmy G out, and then Josh Allen. Correct. I'll even take Trubisky. Who does? Well, I don't know. Well, who's right before? That's interesting. Who's right uh Ahead of Eli. Well, I got the rookies, the other rookie quarterbacks. So yeah, but yeah. so would you rather have Trubisky right now or Sam Darnold? I'd much rather have Trubisky right now. Right now, Trubisky's just a little bit higher. Yes, I think he's more in a little bit. But I'll tell you this: I'd rather have ten percent of Sam Darnold's career money. Agreed. Okay. Now, when it comes to, I think there's the reality on the field which is Eli's not a good quarterback, bottom of the league. But I think it could be more than that that's detrimental to the Giants, whereas you got to wonder about the locker room. And, you know, let's be honest. How many players from the Super Bowl, the fans remember the Super Bowl, the two, but even the most recent Super Bowl, how many, how many players are still on this team? Oh, I got this. Sorry. It's a who's who, as a matter of fact. Zach Diossi and Eli Manning. Zach Diossi, by the way, the long snapper for the Giants. Those are the two remaining from the 2011 Super Bowl. Okay, so perhaps Diossi's thinking, hey, let's give him a chance. But everybody else, <laughs> they, they didn't necessarily grow up to be Giants or grow up Giants fans. They're thinking, we want to win. One, because professional alpha males, professional athletes want to win. But also, if you win... You make more money. There's a better chance your coach stays and the GM stays, the people you have relationships with. Because when a new coach comes in, a new GM comes in, they like to clean house. Also, if you're even, you know, if you're potentially a top 10 player at your position, when your contract's up, signing that big deal from that D end, from that winning playoff Giants team, is a bigger contract than that laughing stock Giants team. And we see that phenomenon all the time when a Super Bowl champion, they're free agents. I mean, there was the, uh, what was that dude's name? Larry Brown from the Raiders that had, am I remembering <laughs> that right? That had the, or wait, it was from the was Cowboys. It, the Cowboys yeah. was Larry. Okay. And the Raiders signed it, him. He was Neil O'Donnell's favorite wide receiver in that Super Bowl. Listen, <laughs> listen. Hold on. Hey now. I mean, let's all go crazy as a Steelers fan. So, I think there could be, and we know this is a team that gave up on McAdoo last year and gave up's a strong word, but let's just say there wasn't 100% effort on every snap might be the PC way to say it. So, Fez, how much are you worried about the residual effect of the underperformance of Eli Manning? Oh, I'm very worried because not only is Manning going to be one of the worst three quarterbacks in the league. But like you said, RJ, what's going to be the impact on all these skill position players, Beckham, Shepard, Barkley, when they know. And, 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 you know, I don't know, but Beckham seems like he might get discontented now and again. 
And what was interesting, the game was decided down 21. Oh, let's throw a 20 yard. Let's throw a pass to Beckham with a minute to play. Almost like let's try to get him some stats more than anything else at the end game. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. Fez, let's talk about Philly. I'm going to pose a question to you. I'm talking about ceiling at the end of the year. If I said, let's do a last longer bet. Now what's the last longer bet? It's will this team last as long or longer as the other team in the playoffs? So if one team makes the playoffs, the other doesn't, Hey, they lasted longer. Who's playing later into the playoffs. And I'm going to take the second tier teams. And when I say second tier, maybe the B tier is the better way to say. It. So I think new England because of Belichick is in the first tier. Kansas City, though question marks with defense, first tier. Rams, first tier. Okay? Otherwise, I'm going to run off the best teams in the NFL. Jack, in no, no order. Jacksonville, Baltimore, Minnesota, Pittsburgh. I know the record's not there, but a lot of upside. Saints, Packers, Eagles. Do you agree with that list? I do. If I said... I want the Eagles in a last longer bet against any of these teams. The only team I wouldn't want you to take is the Saints. I'd rather have the Saints and the Eagles. I could make the case I'd rather have the Eagles than any other team. Some would be close calls. Agree, disagree. You know, I agree, and I'm thinking it's not that close. The more I think about it, coming into this game, RJ, the Eagles were pick them to win the division. So after winning this game, they become a prohibitive favorite. Their path is very clear to win the division now. Guys, the fact that the NFC East is so mediocre, how do you account for that? You know, it's a great question because we talk about teams as objectively good, objectively bad, but when you bet, there's the, the game bets, so it's how good is the team versus the other in the matchup. But when you bet season-long bets, it's about do they even make the playoffs. Now, sometimes I feel like I have some wisdom. This isn't particularly wise, but it's very true. You can't win the Super Bowl if you don't make the playoffs, <laughs> right? So to me, when you have a really bad division – it increases your Super Bowl chances because, one, you have a better chance, two games against each of the teams, so six of the your 16s against your divisional opponents, better chance to win and, and get home field advantage, and obviously a better chance to win the division, which gets you in the playoffs. So I think it doesn't make me think the Eagles are any better as a team, but I think it increases the – in fact, I know it increases the chance – of winning the Super Bowl because it increases the chance of home field and even making the playoffs as division champion. I agree. I think Wentz is getting healthier and he'll be healthy hopefully by the end of the year. I think some of the playmakers that are missing now, you know, Sproles is going to be back and and you can find a second and third playmaker if you have some weeks to get them acclimated to the offense. So I've got some long-term optimism about Philly. Uh, I'm fairly optimistic in the short term, but I think Philly in week 16 is a better team than Philly right now. The guys here on Straight Out of Vegas, we transition to the Vegas lead, which will be the biggest NFL game of the weekend, and no doubt it is Sunday night football. The Patriots currently a three-and-a-half-point favorite hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, Faz, you've got two major points on this game. Let's start, though, lean or like. What's your, who do you like here? I like the Patriots. I bet the Patriots minus three and a half, RJ. Okay, so what's your rationale? Rationale is that Kansas City defense, whoa, depending on who you talk to, they're either the worst defense in the league or one of the three worst defenses in the league. And some would say historically bad. 
Some would. And that D is probably going to get worse because they've got three starters on the injury list right now. Okay, so defense is, hey, they're putting up so many points. It's like makeup. Someone has a scar on their face. They've got the makeup on, but at some point it's going to rain. Yes. <laughs> I, just, I just made that up. Okay, what's your second point? Second point is New England should be poised to take advantage of this with their wide receivers that are getting acclimated now. It's Edelman's second game back. Josh Gordon, their acquisition. It's his third game with the Patriots, so I expect that they'll be in prime position to use these weapons to take advantage of the KC defense. Okay, so what you're saying is the New England we saw in week one and two and three this is a very different offense. And the playmaker, I mean, Brady, we can debate how good Brady has played this year. I think it's fair to say not as good as last year. Now, how much of that is playmakers? How much of that or the absence of playmakers? I don't know. But he's not the problem. You can easily win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady right now. No one disputes that. It's just he didn't have any playmakers. And the rookie running back hadn't been integrated yet. And Edelman suspended, and Josh Gordon. Now listen, he's a wild card, no pun intended. But here's a stat from Pro Football Focus. Josh Gordon is gaining the third most yards per route run in the NFL. So every time he goes out for a pass, that's the denominator. His total yards numerator. Based on every time he goes out for a pass, third most yards in the NFL. So even early in this process, he seems engaged enough to be, at least by that metric, very successful. And Brady trusts Gordon. End of the game against Indianapolis into double coverage. Brady went ahead and threw it up and let Gordon go get a touchdown pass. Yeah, so different team on offense for the Pats. I agree with you. You like the Pats. Three and a half. Remember, guys, every spread tells a story. This spread is saying, literally, that the Pats are better than the Chiefs because three is the typical home field. Three and a half means Vegas is saying the Patriots are better. Last point on this. NFL teams, you know, I'm going to save this one. We got a new feature coming up next. It's called the wisest wise guy wisdom on every game. And I'm going to tell you one factor about New England and then every other game on the board. That's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Aggressive. Call or click today. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we are going to give you wisdom on every single NFL game this weekend here on Straight Out of Vegas. And we bring Vegas straight to you each day. Right now on the strip, 79 degrees, and the neon is pumping. Guys, it is time for a brand new feature on the show. We call this the wisest wise guy wisdom. I'm going to rattle off each NFL game, and you, the Sharps in Vegas, the voices of Vegas, are going to share your thoughts. First up, the Minnesota Vikings are currently a 10.5-point favorite over the Arizona Cardinals. Usually with wise guys, it's dog or pass when the spread hits double digits. This is one I'm tempted to bet the Vikings for one reason. Why do we like the dogs typically? Because the team might, the favorite, overlook that really bad team they're playing. That's why they're double-digit favorites. 
except who did the Vikings lose to a few weeks ago? As a 17-point favorite, the Buffalo Bills, you know they're not overlooking this team. So if you got the better team focused, they tend to win and cover. Let me give you an analogy. In the playoffs, double-digit favorites in the playoffs have covered eight straight. When they want to win big, they do win big. And I want to go against Arizona, who just got a big upset win for their first win last week. Will they have the energy to compete here? Next up in Cleveland, the Browns and the Chargers are right now set at a pick em. And to me, it's all about fatigue with the Chargers. They're off two overtime games. Now, historically, that doesn't affect against the spread the third game. But the Browns are only the second team in the last three decades, 30 years, to start the season with five straight games all decided by four points or less. We know those tight games are stressful. They're intense all four quarters. The Browns, every game has been tight and intense, and the last two have been overtime. So to me, you've got to wonder about the Browns and their energy level. The Chicago Bears, a three-and-a-half-point favorite at Miami. And you know something? To me, this is the trend of the week. We do our trends on Thursday. This one bears repeating. Road favorites. So the Bears are favored on the road with 13 or more days rest. So that's effectively a buy. Road favorites with a buy. 60 winners against the spread. 22 losers only. 16-22. That's 73% since 2002. So what does it mean? Road favorites. Often you overlook them because you know, you're the road favorite. You're clearly better because you're favored on the road. But when you have a bye, you're rested and focused. It's kind of the same theory of Minnesota. I like dogs usually because the favorite might not be focused. Well, I know the Bears are going to be focused. The Redskins are a one-point one favorite, rather, hosting the Carolina Panthers. You know, sometimes when two teams play each other a few times in a recent period of time, especially when the coaches are the same, you can learn a lot. These two teams played each other in 15 and 16. Carolina won the games combined 70-31. to 31. 70 to 31 covered the spread combined by 38 points. It doesn't tell you everything, but same coaches, same schemes, something to consider. Carolina's dominance recently over Washington. The New York Jets, a two point favorite, hosting the Indianapolis Colts. The Jets are what I call a one handicap team. If you can answer this question, you've got your answer on which way to bet. Will they be able to run the ball effectively? really effectively, not just effectively, but more than that. They ran for over 300 yards last week, and they controlled the game. Kudos. But the Colts have the 13th best rush defense by DVOA. That's not great, but it's above average. My guess is Darnold's going to have to throw the ball, and I think that's something. Doesn't mean I love the Colts, but I don't think the Jets control the game like they want to, and that's the key. And Indy with 10 days to prepare for this game, and a lot of their team is getting healthier for this game. The Bengals hosting the Steelers. Cincinnati, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Listen, Big Ben loves Ohio when it comes to winning and losing, but he loves Cincinnati even more. And if you go all the way back before that, the Steelers have dominated Cincinnati in Cincy. 24 and 5 straight up. 24 and 5 at the other 
teams building. Now, you might say, RJ, since he was bad for a long time. Okay, the spread is the great equalizer. Well, against the spread, that same set of games, Steelers, 21-8 and eight against the spread. Why? A lot of people don't realize this. I grew up in the area. Pittsburgh's only a three-hour or so drive to Cincy, and Pittsburgh fans are fanatical. Cincy fans, not really fanatical. And thus, I expect half the stadium to have the terrible towels out. And historically, that's been a big difference maker. Steelers dominating in Cincinnati historically. Jameis Winston back under center for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but it's the Falcons, a three-point favorite at home against Tampa. I want to introduce a concept, the look-ahead line. Now, here's the look-ahead line, which is you can bet a game a week ahead of time. So right now, we're betting week six, but you can also bet week seven. You can bet week seven. Now, what's the point of that? The point of that is that you can tell how much the line changes just from the one upcoming set of games. So last week, if you had bet Atlanta, they were favored by six and a half over Tampa Bay. Now the line is three. What has changed? Well, Tampa Bay had a buy, so nothing. And Atlanta looked really bad against Pittsburgh. Does one game justify a three and a half point line move? No, it does not. The look ahead line is a good guide about when the public is overreacting. To London we go where the Seahawks are a two and a half point favorite over the Oakland Raiders. I love it when there's coaches that aren't very well known and those coaches are assistants moving from team to team because you know they know that other team. Seattle's defensive coordinator, Ken Norton Jr., was the Raiders' D.C. defensive coordinator in 2017. So who knows? this? Oh, Now, hey, the scheme's changed in all this with the new coach Gruden, but to me, knowing those players, knowing quarterback Carr, I think it's an advantage for Seattle. The Houston Texans currently a 10-point favorite hosting the Buffalo Bills. You know something? I want to bet the Bills here because they're playing hard, but this is about matchups, offense and defense. Houston's defense, everyone says, oh, they're bad. Well, yeah, but their rush defense, DVOA, is number two. Number two in the NFL. Their pass defense is number 25. Well, who are they playing? Josh Allen. You think they want to pass all that much? So really, if you bet the Bills here, you're pretty much betting on Josh Allen having a good game, and it's possible, but that's not a bet I want to make. Bills want to run, but it's really hard to run on the Texans. And the Bills run the ball almost 50% of the time in contrast to many NFL teams that only run it one-third of the time. And then as a 10-point favor, you got to expect Houston typically to get ahead at some point, and now you've got a team that wants to run but can't because the rush defense of Houston is so good, but now they got to throw from behind, and when Houston pins back their ears, it's easier to defend the run or the pass. So I think it's a bad spot. Typically, you know, I want to take doubles, but here I think it's a bad spot. The undefeated L.A. Rams are in Denver to take on the Broncos, and it's L.A. a seven-point favorite. Another matchup advantage. You're not going to hear this discussed as much as it should be. 
The Rams' defense was expected to be mighty good this year. It really has been less so than we expected, but their run defense has been horrible. The Rams' run defense is number 28. 28. Now, what does Denver do well? Well, if you look at DVOA, they're the best rushing team in football, number one. So you've got the best rushing team against the number 28 rushing defense with the Rams. And I get it. Hey, the Rams are the Rams. But when you have a seven-point underdog, and that's what the Broncos are, what you want the most is you want to be able to run the ball, shorten the game. And I think the Broncos, based on the stats, going to have a lot of rushing success against the Rams. And the conditions might be ideal to run the ball. 20 degrees, RJ, and some snow in Denver. The Jaguars are in Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Jacksonville, a three-point favorite. Jacksonville is a team that we always say they don't have a great home field advantage. But really, Blake Bortles has played so much better at home. At home in his career, he's almost 500, 17 and 18, Bortles and Jacksonville. On the road, Bortles 9 and 26. Every team is better at home, but Jacksonville under Bortles, that road, the road struggles even more pronounced. The Ravens travel to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Baltimore, a two and a half point favorite. And this is a coaching advantage that is even more pronounced. Titans, DC, Dean Pease was the Ravens DC last year. He retired. It wasn't like he got fired. And then when Tennessee hired Vrabel, they, he drew him out of retirement. And from what I hear, and this is kind of one of those inside kind of things I occasionally hear, the Ravens are very stubborn about changing up their calls. So Harbaugh just wants to do it his way. So you think you could try to counteract what Pease knows for the Titans, but I don't think Baltimore is going to do everything they need to to do that advantage Titans. And finally, Sunday night football, Patriots hosting the Chiefs. New England, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, we are dastardly. We teased this one, and it's the last one. This actually comes from ESPN. Credit where credit's due. Great stat. NFL teams with a quarterback younger than 25 years old, right? 24, 23, 22, playing at New England during the regular season, 0-23 straight up since 2001. It's been 17 years that a quarterback as young as Mahomes has gone into New England and won the game. New England's the three-and-a-half-point favorite, but boy, if you're betting them to cover, you better hope they win. History says Kansas City is going to have trouble winning. When we come back, we're going to have the bets the pros agree the most on. That's coming up next here, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Dan Beyer. Getting set for a Game 1 in the National League Championship Series between the Dodgers and Brewers. You will see it on Fox Sports 1. First pitch coming up just after 8 o'clock Eastern time. Clayton Kershaw takes on Gio Gonzalez. 
Some injury news in the NFL. No Devontae Freeman for the Falcons this weekend. He's going to miss the game against the Buccaneers because of a foot injury. Jaguars corner Jalen Ramsey is questionable to face the Cowboys because of a knee issue suffered in practice this week. The Cowboys will again be without linebacker Sean Lee, who will miss the game with a hamstring injury. One other Jacksonville note, they did sign free agent tackle Eric Flowers, who was released by the Giants. Panthers expect Ted and Greg Olson to return from his broken foot Sunday against Washington. He's listed as questionable for the game. Deshaun Watson should start for the Texans against the Bills, but the quarterback is listed as questionable with a chest injury. Jets running back Isaiah Crowell, he is a game-time decision against the Colts because of an ankle issue, and the Rams should be getting wide receivers Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks on the field against Denver, despite suffering concussions in Week 5. Celtics head coach Brad Stevens says that while Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward may be on a minutes restriction to start the season, they will be allowed to play in back-to-back games. Spurs guard Derek White going to miss six to eight weeks with a heel injury. And finally, Cleveland Browns ownership Jimmy and D. Haslam are set to purchase the Columbus crew of the MLS keeping the team in Columbus, Ohio, and preventing them from moving to Austin, Texas. Back to you guys. Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas comes to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. We've got Colin Cowherd's pick number six coming up here in just a moment. I am Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan, and he is the voice of Las Vegas, R.J. Bell. Yeah, and Colin and I, for eight, nine years now, I have been grading with my wise guys his picks. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we disagree. But with the starter straight out of Vegas, Colin agreed to give his pick number six. And every Friday, 6.30 Eastern, you hear it here first. Let's listen to it. Let's go! go. No. No. Hey, that's great football now! It's Colin's. Pick number six. Here's the bonus pick. Uh, Redskins got humiliated on a standalone Monday night game. They come back focused. Carolina is sneaky good at home and can really be uneven on the road. I'm going to roll the dice, take the Redskins, who looked awful against the Saints, minus one. What do the wise guys think? So first off, your instincts are really good. The idea, hey, if you get embarrassed in front of the world, one, they're motivated to come back. Number two, people don't want any piece of them. Right. That's their cheap. Good instinct, but wrong in this spot. Disagreement on the skins. This is about matchups. All right? Look at Washington's defense. Number 30 against the rush. Number 10 against the pass. So mighty good against the pass, Washington's D. Horrible against the rush. Well, Carolina's offense, fourth best rushing the ball. These two teams played in 2015 and 16. The combined score. Now think, same coaches, you know, a lot of the same key players. Carolina won combined 70 to 31. 70 to 31, covering the spread by 38 points. Last thing, Carolina's getting healthier on defense. Yeah. Linebacker Smith is back. Davis is back. Olsen's supposed to be back. This is, I think, going to be Carolina's best game, and we're actually getting points. Panthers, smart bet. So four to one agreement on my blazing five disagreement on the bonus pick. Uh, RJ Bell, uh, pregame.com exclusive provider of odds for the Associated Press. Have a great weekend, RJ. Thank you, Colin. And that was this week's edition of Colin Cowherd's pick number six. Coming up 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, it's money-making time, our best bets here on Straight Out of Vegas. But not everything, RJ, 
has to be such a combative debate. You know, I mean, you guys will debate from time well, to time. It, it like, is more fun. Of course it is. It is. Yeah, of course it is. But, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of harmony that comes into a disagreement, and sometimes there's an agreement on some games. And we start this week with the Tennessee Titans, who find themselves two-and-a-half-point underdogs to the visiting Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, Fez, both you and I, like the Titans here, why don't you make your case? Yeah, and I did actually give this out on Tuesday straight out of Vegas as an early bet plus three. Still like the Titans plus two and a half. Now remember, what we do on Tuesday is give an early bet you expect the line to move. So if you had bet it Tuesday plus three, now not plus three. Listen on Tuesdays. And probably my number one handicap is the Baltimore scheduling spot. Third straight road game for Baltimore. That's really bad. In fact, if you went back to 1980 and all you did was bet against teams that were playing their third straight road game, you'd cash 57.5% of your tickets, RJ. Yeah, and we just talked about Dean Pease, Titans DC, was with the Ravens last year. That's an advantage. Also, though, I think there's more fatigue with the Ravens on the road because they're just not a very good road team. Last four years, they've only won about a third of their road games, the Ravens. Now you're saying, why not ATS? Well, they're favored. They're supposed to win now. They only win about a third of their road games, which means that the Titans need to be a below-average team for it to make sense to be a home underdog. Well, we know the Titans aren't below average. And also, when a team is off OT like the Ravens are, and they play on the road next. All right, so think about that. Long game. It's intense at the end. Now you got to go on the road. Last 60 times that's happened in the NFL. They've only won that team 27% of the time. They only covered 38% of the time. So you got a bad road team in the Ravens that's tired off the OT. And we got history telling us both the Ravens don't win a lot on the road. And no one in the NFL wins a lot when they're off OT, followed by a road game. Fezzik, you and I, the RJ approval, Titans plus two and a half. Guys, next up here, we go to the NFC South, where the disappointing Atlanta Falcons are currently a three-point favorite over the visiting Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, we made an audible. We're going to save that one. That's going to be my best bet, a little tease. Best bet on the Falcons. Brad, let's talk a little bit of college. You and Fez both agree on this big college game. Yeah, and it's Washington at Oregon. The Ducks, a three-and-a-half-point home underdog. And Fez, I like Oregon in this spot. I think it's a good spot if you're talking situationally. Ducks off a bye. Washington back-to-back road games. Now, a couple weeks ago, you were on the Oregon Ducks. Didn't get a winner. It was a bad beat for you, but I think that creates some value here on Oregon. Yeah, because if Oregon had beaten Stanford and they had a 99% chance to do so, this line probably is going to be pick them. But <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, how many times are you going to talk oh, about that beat? Man. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> But because they lost, instead of this line being more close to pick them, now Oregon's getting not just a field goal, but three and the hook plus three and a half. Gimme, gimme, gimme. So, Brad, um, is there any case to be made the other way here? I mean, there's always a case. What's the thing that's causing you any pause? Well, the last two years these two teams have played, Washington has beaten Oregon by an average, an average of 42 points per game, only laying three and a half. Mm. All right. So you guys agree? Give us the pick and the spread again. Oregon plus three and a half. Okay, guys, when we come back, the entire week, culminates 
with best bets from everybody, including Jonas, fade or follow. That's coming up next here on Straight Out of Vegas. He's RJ Bell and I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted. It's money making time next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm RJ Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. We have got best bets, your chance to make a little bit of cash over the weekend here on Straight Out of Vegas. Coming up here momentarily, do want to let you know we are brought to you by Geico, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Guys, it's not all football this weekend. In fact, NLCS Game 1, the Dodgers and the Brewers tonight on Fox Sports 1, LA a minus 145 favorite. Yeah, last segment near 7 o'clock Eastern. Every day we give you at least one best bet and cover all the important games that night. Dodgers, one of them tonight. Up at pregame.com, we have thousands of people, literally, that make picks. We track every pick. We grade it. We know who's good in what spot. Our top two baseball handicappers in the last month, if you had bet their picks, you'd be up 48 units. So if you bet 100 bucks a game, it would be almost 5000 bucks. They both have the over. Over 7.5 runs. It's got reduced juice on it. That's the picks from the guys at pregame that's been hot. Over Dodgers, hot pick. We've got college football coming up later on tonight. Utah, the Utes, a 14.5 point favorite hosting Arizona. Yeah, and we're going to go with the under here. Under 52, Utah, Arizona. I lean with it here. Don't like it enough to bet it. So I lean under 52, Utah, Arizona. And to me, it's all about the quarterback for Arizona. Khalil Tate last year, eight games, 1,500 yards rushing. This year, six games, 100 yards rushing. Not the same quarterback. Under 52, Utah, Arizona. We had to cover it because it's tonight. We're done with the leans, baby. Only best bets from here. All right, and best bets, we start first. With Steve Fezzik. Yeah, I like the Indianapolis Colts plus two and a half at the Jets. I bet the Colts plus two and a half. It's all about that record. One and four for the Colts. The Colts are undervalued because they easily could be two, two, and one. They had three coin flip games. All of them went the wrong way, all against decent teams. If they had been two, two, and one, this spread is likely pick them. And the Colts are getting healthier with 10 days off. I like the Colts. So just doubling back because I was I was struggling with that. Give me just like the first, second, third reason for the Colts. Well, they played Cincinnati, Philly, and Houston. All three games could have gone either way, RJ. All right, so they won some coin flips. They lost all three of the coin flips the Colts did. The Colts lost the coin flips. Go ahead. And so they really, they're one and no, four. No, no, I, I heard that. What's the second point? Second reason is they've had 10 days to prepare since Thursday, that New England game. They were very injured for that game. They've gotten so a lot healthier. So they're healthier. They got embarrassed in front of the world. Yes. That makes a ton of sense to me. All right, Jonas, you started off hot with your best bets. Yeah. You were perfect after the first week. You could have quit, but you kept going. That's one what and I, two. One and two. Fade or follow. Well, listen, I, I wanted to be more like the fans, so I decided to lose two in a row, but I'm back. Okay. I am back. And I like the Chargers, a pick'em at the Cleveland Browns. Let's just be honest about the Cleveland Browns. The vibe around the Browns is that Baker Mayfield's for real. Cleveland is back. 
Mayfield's completing under 60% of his passes. He's got as many interceptions as touchdowns. But because it's so much better than it's been there, it seems better than it really is. I think the Chargers go in. I think they get a little bit of revenge for their Christmas Eve uh, beating a couple of years ago, which gave the uh, Browns their only one of the season. I like the Chargers in a pick em. I agree with one point you made, which is I do think Chargers are extra motivated because of that embarrassing loss to the Browns a couple years ago. Colin actually had the Browns on his blazing five. I gave him agreement. I think the Browns are a little sharper, but I don't love it personally. By the way, you can hear all of my analysis of Colin's picks. It gets released tomorrow. I tweeted out at RJ in Vegas. And Brad, we've got your very best. But the whole week you've been giving us the college knowledge this is the pick you like the most. Yeah, and I'm going a little off the radar here. We're going to take Duke plus two and a half over Georgia Tech. That's Duke. Wait, is this college basketball? <laughs> no, but that will be starting soon in about a but, month or so. But, but I tell you, you must. I always say this. You must love this game because there'd be no other reason to bet it. And to me, it's all about Duke and how they defend against the option. Number one, RJ, Duke had a bye so, week so last you're saying week. The option. The option offense for Georgia Tech. Okay. Duke had an extra time to prepare for it last week. Duke, the last nine times they've faced option teams, eight and one against the number. Duke already played an option team this year. And how about this? Georgia Tech, public loves offense. No better offense in college football the last two weeks. 60-plus points each game. That creates some value here on Duke. Take Duke plus two and a half. Okay, Duke plus two and a half. College expert Brad Powers. Next up, it is R.J. Bell. R.J., best bet of the weekend so people can make a little bit of coin and pay their rent. And remember... I think anyone listening probably knows this, but it bears repeating. The very best bet in the world, Fez, you know, maybe 60%. A couple times a year you feel confident. But a typical bet you make is going to win 55% of the time. That's enough for you to have a mansion and a yacht. Correct? Correct. So it doesn't matter if it's coming from R.J. Bell, whoever it's coming from, be careful. But I love the Falcons. We've talked about the line move. If you had bet this last week, the Falcons were favored by six and a half. Now only favored by three at home against Tampa Bay. Wait a minute. At home against Tampa Bay, the Falcons are three? Well, what's home field advantage? Three. So the betting market's telling me the Falcons and the Tampa Bay Bucks are even teams. I might have believed that when Fitzmagic was in the house. He's on the bench. Winston, I have no idea. This is his first game. Talk about rust. Talk about disconnect from the team. I think even with Fitzpatrick, I like it. Minus three, the Falcons. I consider Winston, at least in the first game, to be a downgrade. Others might say flat, but certainly not an upgrade. This is a pure value play. Fez, the betting market, the sharpest of the sharps have been betting against the Falcons week after week. True? Absolutely. And they've been winning. 3-0. and and now they're finally, it's like they're going in for that last dip, but they've pushed it too far. There's no case it can be made. The Falcons are an even team. By the way, last three home games, the Falcons have scored 104 points. So the Falcons are going to get their points. Tampa has the worst defense, perhaps one of the worst, in the NFL. So if the Falcons are going to get their points, you're saying Winston's going to put up 30? No, no, no. Best bet of the week, R.J. Bell. Falcons minus three. 
We are straight out of Vegas. The Odd Couple is coming up next. We will be back on Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific, a complete recap of the NFL and college, and a look ahead to Monday Night Football. Back Monday here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.